Chats from the Blog Cabin. Your favorite podcast is here. Welcome back to another episode of Chats from the Blog Cabin. You know, the show where I invite people virtually into the Blog Cabin to chat about life. You know who I am. I'm Melissa and I'm your host. And today we're chatting with my good friend, Susan Davidson from the blog Route 216 Girl. And Susan has an amazing story of hope and how when you listen to God's word, he really blesses you. So Susan, you may remember, was part of a panel of several women who got together to chat about being part of Nikki Koziara's coaching group. So welcome back to the show, Susan. Hey, glad to be here. So tell us a little about yourself before we start talking about your journey. Okay, well, I'm, I reside in a little rural town in Virginia, uh, surrounded by mountains, um, small town country girl. Uh, you can tell by my accent, I'm from the South. So <laughs> been married to my childhood sweetheart. We just celebrated our 39th wedding anniversary last weekend. So I'm, I'm old, but <laughs> got a grandson, a, a one daughter, a son-in-law. Um, I'm big dog lover. I got a Westie. Um, and uh, I just, you know, I've been writing for a while. And then this blog thing came up last year. So I've been serving the Lord for a long time, too. So. So let's talk about your blog, the Ruth 216 girl. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about what is how it evolved and how you had to kind of step out on faith to actually get out of your own head to create this blog. Um, I had been writing for a while. Um, I'd been writing um, some devotions for my church website. We There's a lady at our church because, like I said, we're a small area. And um, so a lady came to church and she started a website for a church and I had been looking for a place to serve, really been praying about it. You know, Lord, what's something I can do? And um, so I ended up uh, starting to write devotions for, for the church website. And then um, so I've been doing that for several years and I had friends that kept pushing me, you know, you need to start a blog. You, you need to do that. And. I just felt like the technical part of it was something I would never be able to do. And um, I, I felt the Lord kind of pushing me a little bit, but I didn't know what to do. So I had started out doing like a, a Facebook um, extra page just for my devotions and that kind of thing. But, you know, it was just this God thing because me and you both ended up in that coaching group. Um, and for anybody that don't really know what that was, it, it's just you get in this group and it's all uh, biblical content. And Nikki walks you through uh, picking out one thing that you want to do. You want you feel God calling you to do. And it's all through prayer and searching God's word and just um, asking God, OK, what is this thing that I want to do? What has God put on my heart to do? And so I ended up in there. Um, and the Lord really began to deal with me to start this blog. And then you are there, Melissa, um, with God laying on your heart to help some of us ladies start blogs. Mm -hmm. So it was just a God thing. And then, you know, because I would have never been able to done done it. And I would have I would have known what to where to start. 
but God just had you there and had my heart ready to do this. And it was just, it went from there. And it, it's um, every time I think about it, I'm amazed. I'm just in awe. Now let's talk about some of the roadblocks that you had because you had some roadblocks in your head and negative thoughts. I can't, like you said earlier, you were technology challenged, but some of the other roadblocks you had. Well, I just, you know, I've had, you know, I guess I've always questioned my, um, am I really a writer? You know, you, you write little devotions and things like that, but you know, am I really a writer? You know, I had to deal with that stepping out, um, and does anybody really want to read my words, you know, and then you have the comparison thing. Of course, you compare your words to someone else who's going to want to read my words. And 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 then you have fear, you know, you battle the fear. And then, of course, in the back of your mind, the enemy's always telling you, you can't do this. You'll never be able to get a blog and, and you're not going to be able to do this. And and then, you know, you had that fear you're going to get in there and then nobody's going to read it or whatever. And and so it was just a lot of things. And then I've had a lot of things, you know, I've had a sick family member. My husband battles MS. You know, I've got all these things at the house that I have to deal with. And it's like, how am I going to be able to fit it in? How am I going to be able to do it? Um, but God always blesses anytime you take just a little bit. If It's like the, the lad in the Bible that had the fish and the two loaves of bread and God fed the multitude with them. You know, anytime you have just even a heart to do even the smallest thing, then God will find a way to do it. So. Speaking of roadblocks, you said physical roadblocks. Let's talk about your bathroom renovation because that was a huge roadblock for you as far as a, a writing block and everything else. Well, this was, you know, we had been wanting to do that for uh, several years and we kept putting it off um, with work and then my husband, you know, not well. And so back, um, I, re I took an early retirement at the end of 2019 to, to care for my husband. And so last spring, I thought this is the time to tackle the bathroom. You know, we needed this remodeled then. And, and then COVID hit. So you didn't want all these people in your home. Mm -hmm. And so then earlier about March, my share door broke, you know, and so we just had to do it. And so we decided we, we got someone that we thought my husband thought we could trust. I'll put it that way. We just thought that we could trust them. And they came in and they just tore everything out and quit. And so here I was um, and I wrote a blog about that and, and so many things that the Lord is still teaching me through this whole remodel. Because, um, you know, I had this going on. My husband's sick um, and had gotten worse, actually, all this stress, because when they tore it out, they just left us. They, and we had torn out walls with torn out floors, no vanity. And, and I'm a, we, we have a small house and one bathroom. And so I had no vanity. And so I was in all this mess and I go and I sit down in my bathroom floor one day and I start looking around and I just start to realize, and I probably cry, <laughs> but I start to realize that it was a lot more than the bathroom because that's what my bathroom looked like is what I felt like inside. Um, it's just so many things, just so many uncertainties in my life right now. You know, I'm faced with, you know, I've got a sick family member and you've got, you know, there's just, we've had all these things. We've had other things going on and in, in, even in our neighborhood, we've had 
just it seems like one hard thing right after another, you know, like Nikki's flooded book, you know, you have one hard thing right after another. And, and it's just, it began to I realize that I try to be so strong and I try to keep it together for everybody. And I just started to really, I became aware that, um, I wasn't, it was like, and I feel like God is, he's remaking me. I don't know if this makes any sense, but I feel like a lot of it is the Lord is re, redoing some things. I've let some things, um, I feel like God is, God is getting ready to restore and repair some things in me, you know, and it, it and it's, it's a big deal when God starts working on you and it's like the pruning, you know, you go through pruning, you go through different phases and God bringing growth in your life. But I, I really began to see that that was what God is starting to do with me. There's different areas. And, um, but I had come across some scriptures in Amos and it was talking about repair, restore and rebuild. And, I looked all those words up because they were different. I said, well, Lord, you use different words for a reason. And so I started looking at those words and, and, you know, when I was sitting in my bathroom floor, I remembered those scriptures that I had read and even came across an Instagram post of, of how that he will restore, rebuild and, and, you know, restore, rebuild and repair you and he will not abandon you in the process. And so that really struck a chord with me because that's how you feel. You feel like sometimes that you've been abandoned in all that. Mm -hmm. And I begin to feel that way. Um, but, but I think the Lord is, is he's beginning to show me some things and um, I, I feel like he's, he's getting ready to do some restoration. Um, and I, that, that's just how I feel that he's going, he's not through yet. So how do you get through those times when you're feeling really down on yourself and you're like, especially with comparison, because you and I've talked about this before, how huge comparison is for both of us that we tend to compare to, Oh, so-and-so did this or so-and-so did this. Why can't I do this? And then we got to realize that it's not our journey, but how do you go through those times? How do you get through those times? Um, I've always been one. Well, I won't say always. Um, it's like every hard season that you go through, I think the Lord uses it. You know, he says he'll work it for good. It's stepping stones. And every time you go through one thing, it'll strengthen you for the next thing. And so I used to be ready to quit all the time. And, and now it's like, I won't quit no matter what. And so I keep pushing through, but I think it's, it's learning to take those things to the Lord and just, um, it, it hurts. You know, you, you battle through it. It's going to hurt. You're going to feel it. Um, and, and I still, there'll be times I compare myself, but as a writer, I, I think one of the main, the, the thing that God, and he speaks through you through the smallest of things. I remember I've got a, a blog post on my site on blueberries. I was looking at blueberries one day and I had bought these big juicy blueberries and, um, I thought, oh, those will be great, you know, and when I got them out, they were so sour, and I thought, mm -hmm. it's not always the shiniest, and the, um, it's not always what something looks like that is the best, and mm -hmm. so I tend to compare myself sometimes to what somebody looks like, or, you know, and too, and, and it has, sometimes it doesn't really have anything to do with what God is going to do in your life. But as a writer, I know I, 
I joined Capel and right after I did my blog, I joined Capel and I started looking around at all those ladies in there. They're so talented and they're so gifted and um, they have, you know, this credential or that credential and they wrote this that's published and that that's published. And, and I started wanting to ease my way back out and say, I can't do that. And um, because I'm not, I'm not trained. I'm not, you know, I just write from my heart. And I'll never forget, I found a verse that about, it's talking about um, that the Lord's word, that who proclaims it, there's a woman that's a mighty throng. And God, God began to really show me, you know, it's like he took me to a room and he made me look at everybody in that, that I was looking at. Go ahead and look at them. Go ahead and, and just, just take a big look. And yes, they're beautiful. And yes, they're gifted. And yes, they're creative. Why? And it's because he made them that way, because he made them that way to glorify his son. And it's like he asked me a simple question. And it was like, would you have it any other way? And I said, no, because if someone is going to glorify the son of God, let them do it big. Let them do it great. Let them be creative. But God said the sweetest thing to me. And he said, talking about that room and he said I've invited you in and so we have to take our place we can take our gift that God has given us and we can borrow it we can but then we can take it and shine it out and let everybody see it no mine's not going to be like everybody else's and mine's not going to be um you know I'm not I'm just me and I'm never going to be someone else and so um but if God is pleased and God is is pleased with me, then it really should, it really doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. And so it's just something you have to push through. And I think it gets easier the more you push through. Um, It's just, I think it's something I I will always battle to some extent, but I'm doing better at it. (laughs) Well, right now we we have to take a brief commercial break and then I'll get right back with you. But I want to talk about how you decided when we come back about how you decided you were not going to conform to what everybody else thought you were supposed to be like. So we'll be right back. Chats from the blog cabin. Enjoying this episode? Leave a review now. Tracy Lawson. I made my first visit to the blog cabin on May 25th, 2021, and everything from the booking process to the follow-up after the taping was just so professional and top-notch. Melissa is awesome. As a rising author, I was thrilled that Melissa had such nice things to say about my book, Answering Liberty's Call, and A Stone's Daring Ride to Valley Forge. I appreciated the opportunity to reach out to new readers and take them behind the scenes to talk about projects and circumstances that led me to write this historical novel that's based on a family tale, stars my six times great-grandmother who was a true patriot of the American Revolution. I learned a lot about my ancestors and myself during the research process. Anna Asbury Stone, my patriot grandmother, was a young minister's wife and mother of three small children when she got involved in, in the fight for American independence. When her husband and brothers faced Starvation at Valley Forge, Anna was not content to stay at home and pray and worry. No way. She got on her horse and she headed out alone over 200 miles of rough roads to bring them life-sustaining supplies. 
and along the way, Anna learned of a plot to overthrow General Washington and replace him with a commander who could easily be persuaded to surrender. So with the fate of the American Revolution in her hands, she agreed to carry a message of warning and race to Valley Forge before one of the conspirators could intercept her. Historical fiction fans will enjoy reading about America's quest for independence from a patriotic woman's point of view. And who doesn't love a story about a woman who sets off to save her man and ends up saving a whole country in the process? Answering Liberty's Call is available on Amazon and the online stores of Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, and Walmart. And if you'd like a signed copy, you can order it directly from me at my website, tracylawsonbooks.com. And we are back. Now, Susan, let's talk about how you almost listen to people's voices saying that you need to write a certain way instead of being true to who you really are. Um, you know, it, sometimes you have people that, um, I don't know, I, I think I'm not, I, I know people try to, I've got a lot to learn about grammar and passive voice and all those kind of things. And I'm, I'm, I'm learning on that, but, um, Sometimes it's when somebody wants to tell you how to write something, it's the way they write. So it's like, and, and I think it's something I've had to realize that I'm not going to please everyone. I, I'm not for everyone. And because I just write so simple. And, and, and so I'm not going to be this person that uses the big long, you know, words or, a lot of descriptive phrases, you know, and I, and I may grow and do that later on, but for right now, it's just, I write simple. And, you know, that was something that whenever I felt when I started stepping out to do the blog and I, I would talk to the Lord about it and, and, you know, I was working through all those, I can't do this things. And, um, I, I would tell the Lord that, you know, Lord, I'm just simple. I'm just, me. I'm just a small girl, town girl. I'm going, I'm going to write like I talk. And, and the Lord showed me that that's exactly what he wanted me to do, that I'm not called to be someone else. I'm not called um, and I'm going to sound like me. And, and you know, it, and it's what it is. If in people's I feel like the Lord will lead to my words who he wants to for their for, because I have such a heart to encourage people and share my my journey with them. And the whole side is it that's where Ruth 216 girl came from is for the verse in Ruth 216 where Ruth was in her field and she you know if you think about it she was far from her home she was in a foreign land she knew no one and leaning in a field of leftovers and so God deliberately dropped her her own and and so I take what God gives me and I share it and um, it's for whoever that's for. I think Lord will lead whoever needs to read that on the particular day or he'll lead them there. And it may be with just one person. Um, it may be two, you know, maybe the Lord will build, help me build my platform. Um, but if one person is encouraged, then I've did what God had called me to do. And so I don't want to change from that. Now, how do you get through the times where you're struggling, you have the block and you're like, God, I can't hear you right now. How do you get through those? Those are very tough times, I know, because it's happened to me. How do you get through those times to be able to get into the word and say, OK, God, show me what what you want me to do? Um, I think it's different. It's different for different times. I'm learning to realize that there are going to be times that the Lord won't give me words because he wants me to rest. Mm -hmm. And that's been hard to, to, to learn, to, to, 
recognize when God is saying, okay, the words aren't coming because you need to rest. And cause I've got tons of stuff going on and there's times I just need to rest. And I talked to my pastor about that. And, you know, he said, and that's what he has told me. He said, there's going to be times that the God will not give you your words because of that. And then there's other times that I just have to steal all the other noise. Um, I have to get somewhere where I'm alone in his presence and I'm with his word and he is pouring it into me because I don't feel like for what I write. Um, because when I'm writing devotions, um, scripture, you know, I'm sharing scripture or I'm writing those kind of things. Those are, I write those from an overflow. Those are from what God pours into me and it's coming. That's what flows out. And so I feel like that those words are from my, from my relationship with him. It's from my personal time. It's from being in his presence, you know, so it's going to his word. It's getting alone and letting him speak to me. And sometimes the words don't come until I have, I have visited with Jesus You know, I've sat at his feet and I've let him, and, and I've dined with him. It's pulling up to his table and, and eating and sitting then with that time with him. And then other times it may be, you know, I get some praise and worship music and I'll play and I'll sing and I'll, you know, get into his presence that way. Sometimes it may be just leaving it, going out and get, going for a walk. Uh, I love looking at the mountains or going for a walk and, and nature sometimes will do that because it's his creation. Um, but it's it all goes back to I've got to make a connection with God personally, one on one with him before my what I write is going to flow. I can write something technical a lot of times, but for those kind of pieces of writing, it's going to have to come from him. So what would you say to people that are struggling right now in the moment that they're just like they don't feel like God is even there for them? Um. I know I had this and maybe this is, I wondered if that would come up tonight. Cause this is something I learned this week. I, I really felt this. Um, you go through times or I know I have, and I mean, you're in the word, you're praying, you're doing all those things, but you, and you're trying to have faith. And a lot of times I'll be honest, I've went to God and I said, I believe, but help my unbelief when you're going through one thing right after another. And, and you don't see God move and you don't feel him. You're, you know, there's times that you don't feel his presence really. But um, I just began to say, you know, one minute I catch myself saying, now, Lord, you see me, Lord, you hear me. And then the next minute I say, Lord, are you seeing me? Lord, are you hearing me? I'm just being honest. Mm -hmm. You know, I've had a lot of stuff going on. And so, I had ended up in uh, Psalms 83. I'd started studying Psalms 83. And if, if you go and read it, it's, it's really in reference to Second Chronicles 20. And it's where Jehoshaphat and all those different. Here it is. The enemy's against him. And he comes up against the, the nation and of Israel. And he's gathering all these armies. And that's what the enemy does. One thing right after another. If you've got one thing right after a hitting. That's the enemy gathering forces. He's doing the same thing in the spiritual and he's did in the natural back in the day. So it's like, so you got one thing right after another. Mm -hmm. And so it, it's just, you know, I was beginning to say, Lord, are you hearing me? And so I got in that, that word and in, in, uh, in Chronicles. And um, I don't know if I, let me just read it. Cause I, I want to read this. Cause it's like, just a little bit of it. But it's, this is what it says. I'm, I'm using a Christian standard version, but it says, listen carefully 
Um, listen carefully, all Judah and inhabitants of Jerusalem and King Jehoshaphat. This is what the Lord says. Do not be afraid or discouraged because of this vast number, because of the one thing right after another, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Tomorrow go down against them. You will see them coming up and you will find them at the end of the valley facing the wilderness of Jeru. I probably pronounced this wrong. J-E-R-U-E-L. You do not have to fight this battle. Position yourselves and stand still. And so I had been reading that. And here I was. I had been saying, Lord, are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? Are you seeing me? You know, I want to hear you. And I'd pray that, Lord, I want to hear you. And when I read that, all of a sudden, it was just like God pinned my ears. And he said, you know, the Lord said, this is what I'm saying to you. Mm -hmm. This is what I'm saying to you. This is what I'm saying. Do not be afraid. Do not be dismayed. You know, and that was just so real to me on this particular day. And it was just like, you got to stand, you got to get in position. And the position that we take for God to battle for us is going to always be the same. It's so simple. We make it hard. I know I make it hard. And, but it's prayer, it's word, it's praise. It's, um, you know, the steel part is the hard for me. I, I don't like to wait. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And, and the grum, you know, I grumble sometimes and I complain sometimes when things don't happen too much. But, you know, if we just get still in his presence um, and he will fight for us and he will start moving those enemies back. Because there's another verse that I love and it said, uh, uh, the, the Lord will push the enemy back because this I know the Lord is for me. And if I have got a heart for him, then he has more than got a heart for me. So it's like, you know, but it's it's just a matter of keep going. Don't give up and don't quit because and and, and I have to give myself and uh, rally. I have to rally myself. And there's a verse about David right at Ziegleg. He encouraged himself in the Lord. Sometimes we just have to sit down and we take what God says and we, you know, it's a choice. We're either going to believe him or we're not. And it's a choice. And if we choose to obey, then God will every time show up in our favor. Every time. He's never let me down. I've let him down, but he's never let me down. It's so funny that you would read the, the second Chronicles verse because I'm doing the Bible app through the year and they're doing it chronologically. And so that was yesterday's verse. And I actually wrote be strong and courageous and, and totally underlined it like several times. So the fact that you would bring that up and Psalms 83 was right there with it too. I just love how when God gives you a message, he sends other ways around so that it confirms that message, that that message is meant for you. I love that. Yeah, that was for you. And I, I've had the Lord do that too, to me. And it was like a wow moment, you know, and it's just like I said, you know, I was talking about sitting in my bathroom that day. And here I was had already been in that scripture about repair, restore and rebuild. And then I go on Instagram that day and, 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 and I'm going to say her name. I, I don't know if I pronounce it right. It's a tear Jean T R J E A N. If nobody, if you don't follow anybody on Instagram, you got to follow her. I mean, she is incredible. She's blessed me so much, but they're her post. She does these little posted notes. And I got online and I, my heart was heavy and I was so sad and I got up there and there was that post. Um, and I, and it, I can't remember exactly how it's worded, but it was like repair, restore, rebuild and said, he will not abandon you in the process. And then she goes into this blog, a micro blog, but there it was. 
just there it was right staring me in the face. And so I knew beyond a doubt that this is what God was saying to me. But God will. He'll give you it in his word. And then for either have somebody speak it to you. Your pastor will preach it to you. <laughs> It'll pop up somewhere on. I've had I have been going home from work and had it what the Lord had gave me show up on a bumper sticker right in front of me at the red light. I mean, it's like, you know, God has ways that he just gets your attention. He always knows how to get your attention. So speaking of that, how's important to have a community that feeds into you as well? Because that that's huge when you're like alone. It seems like when you're the lowest of the low is when the devil preys on you the most. He loves nothing more than to isolate you. If he can get you isolated, then he, a lot of times he's got you if he has you isolated. And so accountability is huge. Um, Bible studies. You know, I used to do Bible studies. The thing with me right now where I'm, I'm home more with my husband having to care for him than, than I've, I've not been able to do that. But, um, you know, I have this blogging group with you. We pour into each other at that. I, I'm so fortunate to have, have met you. I've got friends that pour into me, you know, get you a friend that will speak God's word. Um, I've got one that, you know, she'll tell me, um, she stepped on my toes. I mean, if she knows and she'll tell me, uh, you know, we pray the other day she was having a problem. She's got a family thing come up and we pray together on the phone. You know, um, she said, pray for me. I said, well, let's just pray right now. That's the people you want in your corner. You want somebody that, and I've got a pastor that I can call him and he'll call and check on me. And, and I, and I can share with my pastor, you know, there's been times I've went to churches that I would have never told my pastor what I was going through. Cause I thought, Oh my goodness, they can't know that I'm dealing with that, mm -hmm. you know? And, and it's like, they never go through anything. You don't feel like they're never going to, they can't, there's no way, but I've got a pastor that is just, you can tell him what you're going through and you don't hesitate to tell him what you're going through and he will talk you through it and he will pray, pray for you. And, you know, that's important to have someone you want someone um, you want some friends on the same level as you. You want someone over than you um, to be accountable to because they're going to know they've been around the block a time or two. Mm -hmm. So they can tell you, you know, you need that too. And, um, but um but Bible studies is huge. If, if you can get to Bible studies, that that's the, that's the main, I've went through years and years of Bible studies and then I've led Bible studies. So, um, get in, get in a good Bible study. So what is up next? You've launched your blog. So has people responded to the blog and like, Oh, you should have been doing this years ago. I've had some people do that. Um, and, and it's always a blessing to see somebody pop up on my blog and say, you know, oh, I needed this today. That's what I needed today. And and that's always a blessing. Um, I don't know where this is leading. I, I don't know. I, the reason I'm doing this tonight is, you know, I've been going through so many things and I'd actually just sat down with the Lord uh, over the last several weeks. And I, I've said, Lord, maybe I need to put my pen down. Maybe, maybe I just need to do that. I've got so much going on. Maybe I just need to lay it down for a while. And and I really thought maybe that's what was coming up. And, and I did She Speaks and I did all that. And it was like the opposite. It was like <laughs> the Lord's really impressed me. Okay, now this is what I want you to do. I want you to start letting them hear you talk. 
and let, letting them see your face and see this is completely out of my comfort zone i would rather just sit behind a pen put my stuff on the the instagram or the facebook or on my blog and let people read me and never see me you know because i you know and and I, we've talked about it i've always battled a little bit of self you know i don't have a lot of self-esteem and but um not a speaker i'm just me and so um but that's the Lord, what the Lord started to impress upon me. And, you you know, the Lord's already had it ready for me. You know, you already had this ready. Um, there's another lady next week want me to do something with her. And so, okay, here I am, Lord. Uh, you know, I'm here. <laughs> Whatever reason, I'm here. <laughs> it's amazing what happens when we listen to God's calling for our life. Because um, I was like you, I hated being in front of the camera and something just made me share with in Nikki's group, something it was God. We, I've shared the story before and on the episode with the, the other ladies, but I had this whole list of stuff that I wanted to work on, but it kept coming back to, I hear people saying blogging, they want to start a blog. There was like four or five ladies in that group that wanted to start a blog. And I was like, wow, this is what you want me to do, God. And then during that whole transition time with Nikki, I was also, he was also speaking into my heart. You, I made the way for you to get your blog cabin. Now I want you to do something with it besides just making an office. And then the anxiety of being in front of the camera, like you, I battled with self-esteem issues as well. And I just hated to be in front of the camera. I hated talking to anybody new. So me speaking up and sharing all those personal feelings in Nikki's group was just... <laughs> It was God. It was not me. I, I, I honestly give him all the credit. So it's amazing what happens when you listen to his and heed his call. And look how far you've come. I mean, you did that. Now you're doing these chats. And I mean, it's just amazing how far and, and, and then stepping out to do our mentor group and obeying that call to help us. Then God came back and blessed you because you've been able to teach some blogging um, mm -hmm. classes and things. And that that wasn't expected either. And um, that came out of nowhere, didn't it? Yep. Well, I had always thought I would do it one day, but I didn't know when I would do it. And I was always that roadblock of always, I'm not good enough. There's always other people out there that are so much better than I am in doing this. So, yeah. So, definitely, God had to really deal with me last year as well. But one thing I've learned, and I learned this from Nikki. You remember when Nikki talked about um, you give other people what you need. Um, and encouragement other people. There's times that I'm, I feel far from being encouraged myself, but I will step out and try to encourage other people. Um, and the more you do that, the more you encourage other people and celebrate with other people. Um, the more God and in, in God will turn it around and he'll end up blessing you from it. He always does. And um, I, I, you know, you battle or I've battled, you know, you're, we're talking about comparison. And I, you know, honestly, I think that has helped me battle comparison more than anything is when I got in the compel and I started in the groups, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> and I started encouraging the other ladies. And it's like the more I encourage them, the less it gets to me that somebody mm -hmm. has a success or they have, they get something published or this and that that I'm learning to celebrate them. This is for God's glory. This is not about a contest between each other. We should be encouraging each other. And I think the more you do that, then the less the enemy is able to get really get you with that. He's not gonna be able to get you to quit with it. 
he's he's going you're going to be able to get over that hump and keep going the the more you do that the more you step out to encourage somebody else well susan since this is part of my sunday inspirational um blog thing would you consider saying a brief prayer over whoever's listening sure father we th we thank you first i thank you for being here and being having this opportunity Lord, I just want to be like my pastor always says, Lord, speak out and do the best I can and then get behind the cross and let you see Jesus. Because Jesus is, while we're here, Lord, and we thank you that he gave his life for us and died for us. He's the answer to every problem, answer to everything you go through, Lord. Doesn't mean we won't face things and go through things, God, but we have such an incredible hope that we have someone to fight with us, fight for us and stand up for us, Lord, and always bring us through. And Lord, in a world that has no peace, Lord, you give us peace. A Lord, a world that sometimes there's no, far from any joy at all. You give us joy in our soul. And Lord, you are amazing. You are the answer to every problem. And Lord, we just thank you for all your blessings and your favor. And we thank you it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Susan, I want to thank you for coming on and sharing your story because it's an amazing story of hope, redemption, and what can happen when we get out of our own way to let God do what he's supposed to do, what we're supposed to do in our life. Cause we have to get out of our own way first. And that's, that's huge for a lot of people. Yes. <laughs> I've had to get out of my way for sure. <laughs> so once again, I want to thank you so much for coming on and for being on and just sharing your heart because you did share your heart. And I know you, I've grown to know you the last year because it's been almost a year since we've known each other. And guys, what you see is what you get with Susan. She's just like she said, a simple country girl, but she has a heart of gold. And I really appreciate she actually took a step of faith to come on and do this particular um, pot, a live cast with me because she felt God was telling her to do it. And she, the only other time she's ever done one was when she was on the panel with the, the other women, but it wasn't just her and I talking, it was other women as well. So Susan, I want to thank you again for stepping out of your comfort zone. Thank you for having me, Melissa. Okay, guys, I will drop all the links where you can find Susan's um, blog as well as where you can find Mickey's book that she was talking about um, in the show notes. And as always, be blessed and remember, keep chatting. Chats from the blog cabin. Hit subscribe and don't miss the next episode.